Hello, this is Katie and you're listening to Teach On, Teach Strong, just my way of giving back to the teaching community and doing what I can to support you through the tough times with positive mindset boosts. This is episode three. Make sure you go back and listen to episode one because I share my turbulent teaching story and how this podcast came to be. Episodes are released every Sunday night and then there's another shorter episode midweek which I've called Quick Quotes as well. So you'll get two episodes a week so be sure to subscribe if you're not already. Today's episode is called Failure is Normal, Natural and Necessary or you know 3N if you want a silly maths joke. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to talk about failure as an opportunity to help our students first, but then I'm going to talk about us as teachers and, and our own mindsets as well afterwards. For those of you who follow my blog over at teachersresourceforce.com, you'll probably know that I'm incredibly passionate about developing character in our students and just mindset for them in general as well, to be honest with you. Well, Dealing with failure is a great way to get that character infusion in your lesson. We will all experience it at some point and we shouldn't be afraid of it, which is what this message is all about. And recently I had a golden opportunity to teach about failure in my own classroom that I want to share with you as well. So first of all, let's look at how our students view failure. And I have got two examples for you today. The first example was my students were working in teams to come up with a solution to a problem I had given them and they're all getting on with it and I was you know walking around talking observing and just letting them work independently in teams. I noticed one group looked like they were working really well. Everyone was communicating with one another and they all looked very deep in thought and there was a lot of head scratching and thoughtful silences happening It was truly wonderful, actually. So I went over and asked them how they're getting on. And to my surprise, one of the boys said, not good, we're failing. Now, I was a bit confused. And I said, what are you talking about? Every time I look over, you look like you're all talking and thinking this problem through. What makes you think that you're failing? He said, no, we keep coming across problems. Straight away, I used that as an opportunity to teach about growth mindset. And so I said something he wasn't expecting and I said, oh good. (laughs) And their heads all turned really slowly and looked at me wide-eyed with an excuse me kind of face. And I said, that's really good and I'm glad you're coming across problems. They were like, uh, miss, what? (laughs) What do you mean? And I told them, this is excellent because... This is where growth is. This is what's going to make your journey special. I want to see you solving problems. Whether or not they work at this stage doesn't matter. It's a process and it takes time. It's completely normal. I mean, if it was all smooth sailing, then clearly it's not challenging you and you're not growing. Obviously, this is going to make your journey that much more special because where you started is going to be so different from where you end up. You're not failing, you're winning because you're not giving up or something to that effect. (laughs) 
uh, after they were stunned into silence for a moment, <clears throat> it gave them a second wind. And it was fascinating to see their body language just change. I mean, their backs went straight, their posture improved, their focus improved. It was quite inspiring to see that shift in their mindset, just because what they were seeing was perceived failure in a new way. It gave them a space to make mistakes, which of course we need to do in order to learn. And I really enjoyed that moment. And I'm hoping that it had a lasting effect on them and they'll keep persevering. And the second example also came on the same day, funnily enough. It was very weird, but it was um, a much more simple, much less dramatic example, but just as impactful. I had a class of 11-year-olds and I had given them some pieces of paper and some treasury tags. And I just said, there you go, go figure out what you have to do with this stuff. <laughs> now, I did that on purpose, not just because I was feeling lazy. I was planning on using it as a learning opportunity. Now, I thought this was a pretty simple activity and they'd figure it out easily. But when I looked around the room, only about 20% of the students did it correctly. It, it literally was just putting treasure tag through some paper, guys. I mean, this wasn't difficult, but you know, I, every opportunity is an opportunity to learn, right? So I identified who did it right. I said, you, 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 and you, well done. The rest of you did it wrong. And then I just stepped back and, and watched them just, just for a couple of seconds. <laughs> and the ones who got it right looked predictably, you know, very smug. Uh, but the rest, oi, their shoulders sank, their heads went down, and they looked really disappointed. But then I said, guys, it's okay. I don't care that you did it wrong. I didn't tell you how to do it right, so how are you supposed to know? What I do care about is that you tried. There's no need to be disappointed in yourself if you didn't do it right. I am, however, bothered by those two people who sat there and did nothing for the entire two minutes. That's not okay. <laughs> but if you gave it a go, then that's great. I'm proud of you for that. Well done. And again, the shift in body language was astonishing. Suddenly, they'd propped their heads up. They smiled. There were a few satisfied head nods around the room too. And again, this is just about providing that safe space to let them fail. Oh, failure. God, we're so scared of this word. But to be honest, this wasn't even really failure. It's learning. And there is, actually, there is no difference between the two. It's all about perception. It's all about your mindset. So, that's the kids. But what about us as teachers? I mean, we could learn a thing or two about what we're teaching our students, am I right? So ironic here that we can teach these things, but when it comes to applying them ourselves, for some reason, it doesn't come as easily sometimes. So here's another personal experience that happened to me as a teacher that I think you'll be able to relate to. And this is how I turned it into a learning opportunity rather than seeing it as failure. So it was my first year in this new job. And bearing in mind, if you listen to my first episode, you'll know the school I was in was very different to where I am now. So I had very different teaching styles for that old school than I, that I have developed where I am now. And I was being observed. I had delivered a lesson and I actually felt very proud of it. All the students had contributed, both verbally and in written form. 
and all had successfully met their objective. You know, nailed it, tick all the boxes. But my observer was pretty hard on me. She said, yeah, it was fine, but she would have liked to see them all out of their seat and have everyone contributing, walking around the room and all these kinds of things. And she didn't really acknowledge the good things as much, I felt, or perhaps... I just wasn't seeing them because I was too busy fixated on the negative. (laughs) It's very possible. And at first I took it pretty personally. After all, uh, excuse me, I had got everyone to answer a question. That's contribution, isn't it? You know, but I felt I had failed even though she graded me a good because like many of you, I'm a perfectionist. And after a decade of teaching and getting outstanding observations, I wasn't happy with good. You know, I wanted, I wanted better than that. And the feedback bothered me for about a week. I was like, well, she's being far too hard on me. But then I realised I was still stuck on a teaching style that I could develop into something else because I was working with very different children than I was in my old school. Where I was before, it literally was crowd control, if I'm being honest with you. And if I ever tried to do group work or too much movement around the room, behaviour management was a hundred times harder conversations would go off topic and you had to have your eyes everywhere because you didn't quite know what the students were capable of they could be quite impulsive so I tended to avoid that kind of scenario especially for observations however I wasn't aware I was doing that to be honest until I had this observation so I decided after about a week of stewing about it and you know torturing myself as we do with these things I decided to take this as an opportunity to break myself out of the cycle that I was in. So I tried different teaching styles and I did what she had suggested and I had them all out of their seat and I just said, screw it, I'm going to go for it, see what happens. And lo and behold, they were thriving. Now they love walking around and talking to each other and they're so engrossed in their learning that they actually stay on topic as well, which was completely alien to me at the time. That was just unusual. Um, my point is, when when you see your students doing that, especially if you've started where I started, where they weren't doing that, and you end up in a completely different environment, I walk around sometimes still, and I just stand back and I watch these kids as they're learning and talking about what I've asked them to talk about. It's just amazing how with just... A perspective shift just a change in my mindset instead of saying she's wrong she doesn't know better or I suck I'm a bad teacher I decided to change my mindset and I thought all right what can I learn from this and it worked so my point is what I originally took as criticism I took as failure as a teacher <laughs> which is ridiculous I know but that's how we feel at the time sometimes isn't it And because I changed my attitude, it ended up propelling me forward into an even better teacher, all because of my mindset shift. And I realized that even as a teacher, I'm always learning and I will continue to take risks and try new things and not be afraid if things don't work out the first time. You know, just like we tell our students. (laughs) Oh, with the irony. Um, Anyway, failure isn't bad. It's a part of growth. And the important thing is that you're trying. And when you try new things, you learn what works and what doesn't work. That's the whole point, right? We can't go through life or teaching being afraid of failing and making mistakes because then we're not growing 
and I just want us to grow together and continue to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. So before I wrap up this episode, if you're enjoying this and you're finding value in it, please do let me know or write a review or bring a friend along to listen. I would love to hear from you. You can email me at katie at teachersresourceforce.com or you can pop on Instagram, I'm teachersresourceforce on there as well. So bottom line is this, failure isn't final unless you give up. Not only is that true for our students, but it's true for us as teachers as well. Failure isn't actually bad either. We need to get out of this stigma um, from everyone's head that failure and mistakes are bad because they're not if you learn from them, which really, that's what mistakes and failure is. It's just life directing you back on the right path. That's all it is. It's a part of the process. Failure is natural, it's normal, and it's necessary. So continue to teach on, teach strong, and I'll catch you next time. Bye.